All right, welcome to Electric Skatecast Season 3, baby! We out here. here. What, what? Um, we have uh, another great season ahead. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll get more than, uh, I think we did seven, se- seven episodes last season, but hopefully we'll do more than that this season. Um, oh, yeah. But we do have some amazing guests already lined up uh, to get started. Um, as always, I am your host, Jay Grand GR, and with me is my co-host and cohort, Official Terminal X. What's going on, everybody? Glad to have you, David. And this week we have... Yeah, this week we have a very special guest, uh, David from XR General Hospital. How are you, David? I am excellent. I am snowed in, but I am still warm, so I don't have much to complain. My seven boosted boards are still warm and healthy, so, you know, got to look after my children. Seven is a lucky number, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, seven because it's the Von Trapp children, so, like, I named (laughs) each of them after... Avon, oh Avon, Avon Trap Child. Oh, we man. need the Sound of Music soundtrack for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Well, it's so good to have you, David. Um, it, we, we obviously all go back a little ways because um, you were mm-hmm. one of the members of our Grand Rapids Eastgate group uh, for a bit a few summers ago. So um, it's nice to have you finally on the podcast and hear uh, all about XR General Hospital as well as any uh, of your past experiences. So um yeah super super stoked and we're just going to kind of roll into it a little bit um for those of uh our viewers or listeners that don't know you david uh can you just tell us you know a brief synopsis about who you are and kind of how you got into eastgate yeah absolutely so i'm david and i'm a skateboard surgeon i specifically work on boosted boards and that is probably just because uh, there's just so many boosted boards out there. And that's something that uh, sounds really weird at first because it's like, hey, boosted boards, the dead company, all these boards are out there. Like, why even bother fixing them? Right. And that's something that I felt at the very beginning is like, yeah, all right, I'll fix a few boosted boards and just see what happens. And I just didn't expect it to be like, oh, this is just a literally all I do after graduation. Um, and that journey has been really exciting for me because uh, I feel like I've been shown a lot of love from you guys oh, specifically, yeah. as well as the guys in Chicago um, when they were boosted ambassadors. And that's like the real, that's when I really got to taste what right. it was about. Because back then I had an X-Way board and I thought oh, it was right. awesome. I thought it was <laughs> At amazing. the time. And that thing almost burned my house down. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Like granted, <laughs> I don't think that's, that's. All of X ways are going to burn your house down. Just I got super duper unlucky yeah. with mine, and it just didn't seem like that X way cared that much about that. It almost burned my house down. And I see boosted boards over here. It's like, oh, literally, the CEO flew out the next day to try to diagnose this battery that caught on fire. Like, that's just like care that I really yeah. felt in the presence of you guys and the presence of the guys in Chicago and I got like, I still had my X-Way, but I, I still bought a boosted board. I was like, you know, what's a good idea. I'm going to spend 1600 more dollars on top of the thousand dollars I already spent on this X-Way because, because of just like the, this, this is experience I had with boosted boards. And that's something that I feel like that we have continued long after boosted is uh, boosted is no, no longer around because what we really discovered is that it's not the boards that make this special. It's the people that oh, are yeah. on them. And 
what's really important for us is to like the, the, the care that you guys showed me at the very beginning, I want to show to other boosted riders. And that kind of has really been always been there from the start day zero when we heard that they were looking for a buyer and potentially going bankrupt and all, all these things were up in the air. We, we just kind of realized that we can't rely on them anymore. And we have to, uh, what we have to do is to figure out what's next. And for many of us, it was, hey, what's next boosted boards? What other boards right. are out there? And that answer is depressingly, even to this day, is basically none, <laughs> unless you're right. willing to spend like $2,000 yeah. plus. Uh, I know some people like Ebor Brandon, he switched over to Evolve. He's an Evolve ambassador and he has this awesome experience with Evolve. Mm -hmm. That is, un that is unfortunately not the case with a lot of people. And that has given me, that, that gives me so much hesitation to go out and buy an yeah, Evolve. Do a big transition. Or recommend right. someone else to go buy an Evolve. Yeah, exactly. It's a transition thing. You can't go in reverse. There's all these different things that, that make getting, and it's heavier as well. Like there's some, some quality of life things about owning a boosted board that Evolve doesn't seem to understand and that no other company really seems to understand. Uh, which is why for my, like, I guess the board that's better than the boosted board that I have is a LaCroix mm. and it's a prototypo. Like it's like the yeah. lightest LaCroix because I can kind of carry it like a boosted board. And even that's not exactly the same. No. Yeah. It's still, but, yeah, it's still pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> and so that's kind of what we're stuck with. That's just kind of the state of the industry right now. If you want something that's like a boosted board, you either had to build it yourself or you just kind of wait, like like I, how I am right now. I'm I'm patiently waiting for any company out there to make a board in the sixteen hundred dollar range that can not only perform like a boosted board because that's not really a difficult no, thing to do. I anymore, think all of us can acknowledge that getting five right. miles of range, going twenty five miles an hour, <laughs> that's not the hard part. It's the yeah. love. Can like are you willing to give us the love? And it turns out that most companies are like. No. We'll give you a great product or and no love. Are, <laughs> yeah, and, and like some and some companies are like, uh, yeah, but it'll cost like two thousand dollars plus, which is Lacroix, yeah. Cali, Hoyt, etc. And I've considered buying a Hoyt for that reason, but it's also like it's not really water resistant in the same way as a boosted board. And guess what? I'm riding in a lot of water. This is just a fact. Um, in fact, I almost I thought I broke one of my boosted boards the other day by running it through water because um, one of the wheels yeah. stopped spinning, but no, it, it was fine. <laughs> like I just, I just waited for yeah. it. It was fine. So like, it's like, I just can't, I, I just, there's just nothing else like it out there. And it is bewildering to me as someone who is in tech and who has been watching tech companies very closely that it just, it seems like no one wants it badly enough. And I don't really know why I really thought that Hoyt with the EL2 was going to be the next boosted boards, but it just seems like that it's a little bit yeah. different and it's, it's different enough that it doesn't quite fill the same void that boosted boards once did. And I think Hoyt is doing a lot of the right things by building up this ambassador network, how boosted did making the ambassador service people. I think that there's a lot of things that they're doing right there. And if they could get the EL2, to the correct price point and add really, really awesome water resistance, they could be the next yeah. boosted boards. But it, it also does beg the question, is that what they want? I don't know. 
I would assume that's kind of what they want, but um, perhaps my wants and needs are different. Than yeah, theirs. and it's it's uh, um, I'm closely. It's a watching. good it's a good comparison too because I would say Boosted is kind of like your your Toyota Corolla, right? Like it's it's tried true. It works really well. It's got it gets good mileage. You know, it's it's not going to break on you. You all you have to do is basically do general maintenance, and it's going to last your lifetime. Um, and then you look at the more expensive board companies and they're kind of like your, you know, your Porsches, your Ferraris, your Audis. It's like, okay, like I have this really nice vehicle, but I have to take really good care of it. And the maintenance is expensive and it's, it's a bad mamma jamma when it works, but if anything breaks, it's like, okay, well, you know, that's a expensive part to replace. That's an expensive, uh, labor cost and all that. So you really got to find that balance. And like you were saying, I think, I think Hoyt's on the right track. Um, the major difference is Hoyt is they, they basically do most of everything out of their headquarters in Oregon, I believe. Um, so doing all that business just out of the United States alone makes it more expensive. So being able to find a way to, to bring that price down is going to be their biggest challenge in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And like doing it at scale is really, really hard for any company. And especially for a company like Hoyt, um, I believe they have something on their website where there's like this, you can like ship your board in and they'll do like board service pro bono or something like that of that nature. They might have taken it down because I remember reading at the time, uh, this was right when Boosted was out of business. I was was really considering buying an EL1 because the EL2 wasn't out yet um, with the stimulus check. (laughs) I was really considering buying the EL1 with my stimulus check. And I saw this, like, there's, like, this this mail-in board service that's, like, free. And it's, like, but, like, this might not be available if we, like, scale up. Like, that's, like, they just kind of know that at scale. Yeah. Like, I I think that that also could be why, honestly, that, like, if they were the next boosted boards, there's no possible way for them to get the human capital needed to, like, just because you can make a board it doesn't mean you can mass produce it just because you can mass produce a board it doesn't mean you can provide for support right. for it just because you can provide support for it it doesn't mean that you will be in business long enough to give continuous support for it which is what we've seen with boosted boards and i think that like that's it's such a shame because i don't think it really had i, I it really didn't have anything to do with the fact that they were a higher end brand yeah, right. where people were buying cheaper boards or even because of the rev fundamentally they had a cash flow problem and it just so happened that cash flow problem happened over a period where it was really hard to get your product out of china yeah. and you're trying to look for a buyer to get you some more runway and then perfect storm the day yeah. that it happened yeah like the day that you're they were supposed to get the meet with the buyer um hey we're on lockdown yeah. like it's just like all these unfortunate things that I think really transpired to a lot of positivity from the community and trying to keep things going. And so it it's, feels like this really weird thing where I'm kind of like, I really wish Boosted was still around. And at the same time, we know so much more about how our boards work now. Yeah. Which one do I want more? Yeah. Like I like this knowledge that we have or Boost is still around. It's a toss up. Yeah. And I think that I think go ahead, TX. Oh, I was going to say, if, I think if Boosted came back tomorrow, I don't know if it would last a week. I, I truthfully believe that now more than ever because more. The, the, the budget, the budget board companies have, have flooded the market with people that are looking for that product. And the people that used to buy Boosted, I don't know if they would go back. 
now there's obviously still existing boosted riders out there and there's there's quite a few of them obviously um you know shoot two of them are on the podcast (laughs) right now and so, so like obviously like there's a there's still a huge boosted market but the question is like could they get new customers now that they've been gone for two yeah. years? Or would they would they be able to scale back up to what they were at? Or would it be safer for right. them to be more of a uh, niche market, a lower end, uh, not lower end, uh, a smaller market uh, chunk, you know, so that way they were able to maintain that high level of service, but just take a little bit less of the pie. Right. And I mean, Hoyt. I mean, Hoyt obviously does a lot of things right and a lot of things in the shadow of Boosted, like David mentioned. But um, I do think there's still a I'm small curious. piece of the pie as well, which is why they can still do oh, all that. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and like like Boosted had pretty significant like venture capital, yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken. They had pretty good funding uh, at the get-go, even though like obviously at the end they went bankrupt. I, I, I'm sure they raised more money than the average Eastgate company, and their marketing was just out of this world. Um, they're their brand management and getting their product out, you know, in the public, which is kind of how we all found electric skateboarding mm-hmm. to begin with was just, you know, next level compared to the vast majority minus maybe evolve and, and a couple others kind of getting there at this point. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't see YouTubers running around with $3,000 cameras riding Hoyt street boards. I just don't. And, and, and I think maybe that's a strategic port on, on Hoyt to do it, whether it's intentional or not. I don't, I don't see them going down the direction of boosted and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing because boosted did get pretty big, but they're also not around. So I I would love to hear Hoyt's perspective on yeah. like w- what, w- w- how they run their business. If it's intentional or they're just trying to be like boosted or, right. or if they're it's in spite of, you know, kind of, I'm curious what their angle is yeah. on it. Yeah. Well, and, and that kind of, yeah. can I like give a shout out to Hoyt for oh, a yeah, hot go sec? For it. Sure. We yeah, so like I uh, when I bought my my prototypo, um, I got the I got a Lacroix puck like it, it was a Hoyt puck with the Lacroix logo on the back of it. So I'm like, all I need is a receiver. So I bought the receiver. It was defective, and then uh, I was actually it was on Tuesday, and Tuesday is my rock climbing day slash dancing day. It's a <laughs> long story, but it's a day where yeah. I don't do. Do both of I these things happen at the same time? Are you? Same day, not the same time. You, I don't dance you, on the rock could, climbing though. wall, although I it would be interesting. Because that image flew into my mind um, like <laughs> yeah. a bat out of hell. <laughs> and then so like when I when I go turn on my LaCroix, I turn on a remote, and it's like, oh, it's not pairing. Let me go pair it again. It's not pairing. Let me pair it again. And I just, just, I just, like, I just like struggled with it. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to like see if I can get a hold of Hoyt. And then there, lo and behold, Jeff's number is there. I called it, and I was like, hey, Jeff. It's me, David. I'm the dude who bought the receiver like a week ago. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're that, David. And it's like, yeah, like, so it's not working for some weird reason. Uh, can I just like send it back and you guys can do diagnostics on it and then like see if it's actually the defective part? And if it is, just send me a new one. And then he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. And like, yes, be like Hoyt. Yeah. If you're, if you are an Eastgate company out there, be like Hoyt. Uh, and ever since that call, I have always tried to like do something like, I, I, it doesn't always happen often, which is a good thing. It means that Boosted did their homework and made their batteries really well engineered. Yeah. But like whenever anyone has problems now, I really try to be like Hoyt. So if you're an Eastgate company, yeah. be like Hoyt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy that they have their phone number straight up right here on the website. Like, I'm I mean, it's yeah, pretty no, smart. I, I, since then, I I just do that. It, no, it's very smart. I just it's like straight up. Uh, it's the same, same mentality that uh, companies like Shy Battery, you know, take into account. Like you can you can email Barra directly. You know, there's there, it's not like right. 
it's not like that information's not out there. You just you could call him and be like, "Hey, I right. want to talk to Barra," and he'd be like, "What's up, man?" Like, like that's and that's the same yeah. thing with like David. Like you you obviously started XR General Hospital for the reason of you wanted to continue to give people good support, which I think ties in pretty well to my next question. Why did you? start xr general hospital like what was the the thought process behind it because obviously you were filling a big void so what was your your mentality kind of going into starting this business that was there to repair boosted batteries so have you seen ratatouille yeah guys? yeah a little, little <laughs> yes. mouse on the, I'm, on re- the I'm, re- so, I'm ready for this how i control tx yeah. on his so like exactly There's a, that's real. why he I can't take his helmet off and my helmet that's why I can't say. Oh my gosh! It the makes truth sense. Comes oh out. my god! There's a little mo- there's a little mouse in there telling me how to control my <laughs> my board. Like there's a, you just like you just have like the space in your yeah. helmet that's that people assume is the top of your it's head. Really that's not, really yeah. just Remy pulling yep. all the strings. Exactly. Um. <laughs> anyway, so I, I I like bringing up Ratatouille one because it's from my one of my favorite Pixar movies, but also two, uh, I really feel I really sympathize with uh with remy he, he's just like this mouse who accidentally fell through the like this the what's it the yeah. skylight and has ended up in this the, the kitchen that he has been dreaming of his entire life he's been he's been dreaming of working in this kitchen his entire life and so he goes fix the soup and then he just, he just walks away and then the voice in there is like what are you doing like like what do you want from me it's like i fixed it like what do you want it's like you have a real opportunity to like make something amazing here go back and make the soup amazing and he does it he makes the soup amazing he gets caught but he managed to to escape and cook another day and i felt like i i kind of lived that character arc yeah. for a moment like i thought like the most exciting things like all right i get to open up a booster board battery it's kind of like me falling through the skylight and i get to fix it and like i just kind of thought to myself for a moment like if i fix this I get double the range. <laughs> Holy crap! I never had double the range before. <laughs> like I, d- I had to buy this battery because my 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 uh the boosted battery that came with my stealth was was functional. Like I didn't want to break it just yeah, so right. I could fix it. Right. So I had to buy a broken boosted board battery, and it was like I was really excited because I I can get double the range now. Holy crap! Um, and then so that was kind of my like when I fixed it, it was really exciting, obviously, and that was kind of my like stepping away from the pot moment, yeah. and then. The what are you doing? You have a chance to go back and make yeah, something make amazing better. moment yeah. was the moment. Yeah, like that was the moment when I posted like just one picture on Reddit. I didn't think anyone would really care. Like, hey, I learned how to fix a boost board battery. Like the response I thought was like, that's great. We kind of know how to do that already because like there's this guide on GitHub that tells you exactly how to do it. And I followed that guide on GitHub. It's like, it's like I built a Lego set and I followed the yeah. instructions. That's kind of how I viewed it at the time. And then like 10 minutes later i had two people in my dms and then two hours later i had 10 people in my dms and like oh all right then I not guess everyone can build this, this lego is my set chance to make <laughs> yeah it's like i guess this is my chance to do something amazing wow. yeah and so i was like all right let's fix 10 batteries and see where it goes like thousand bucks that sounds pretty good right so like, let's fix 10 batteries and see like where the it definition goes. of oh, a viral marketing another yeah yeah and like that that's the crazy thing to this day i have not spent a single dollar on customer acquisition and i have like oh i i think i'm approaching patient number 
400 oh, wow. or so. I thought That's you were going to average say, of like, like you know, 200 a, something. Yeah. So like I'm averaging like a no, like, and I don't do any paid acquisition wow. at all. And it, it, it's, I think it's kind of crazy. Uh, and that's kind of how I realized that there's something actually yeah. here when I just, when I just need to exist and there are people so desperate to get something fixed, they'll go onto Reddit and find this random dude named, named David, no, sorry, technically yeah, a nomad yeah. who then finds out his name is <laughs> David. Like they just go through all these hoops and I didn't have a website or anything until like four months later. Like there, there's people so desperate wow. to get out there. It's like, that's how I knew I was kind of onto something. Well, there's so many stories of, uh, you know, guys on the internet saying, oh, I can do this and I can make these custom parts or I can do, you know, these custom wheels or whatever. And people send their stuff to him. And then you hear all these horror stories of don't work with this guy. He just stole my money and my product. So the fact that you right. didn't do that, you know, is amazing. Not, not, not just like amazing, but like it, it just shows a testament to your customer service that you're trying to provide. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, and I really want to credit Bara for that too because um, Brandon kind of knew about yeah. me at the time, uh, and Bara needed extra help making CBXRs uh, in the winter time. So like, Brandon was like, "Hey, like, there's this, there's this dude. Um, let's have him make CBXRs." Well, actually, that, that wasn't the intention at first. I was supposed to be uh, Bara's like boosted oh, expert. Yeah. Well, they had talked about yeah, bringing boosted in boosted board boards. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. But like that just never happened because he just had an explosion of demand from the one wheel community to make CBXRs that like immediately I was put to work on assembling CBXRs and like that just never happened. But like just still like being at Chai Battery really taught me how to like I kind of already knew how to do the right thing because, you know, like I guess the Boost community, we kind of knew how Boosted treated us and I kind of wanted to emulate the good parts about that and like being with Bara really saw how like made me really see how to put that into practice like I saw Bara answering his phone and things like that like just doing things yeah. like that seeing that actually happen with a company like Chai Battery yeah um like it, it does definitely make me aspire to be yeah, more it like sets the stage for to, what you want to like, do to, yeah. It's yeah, a good exactly. example to follow. Yeah, and I would say it's an exceptional example to follow. He's an yeah. excellent example. He has to zero yeah. zero debt, like his business is thriving. They're constantly moving into new space. Yeah, like they're they're just the shining example of yeah. like how to run a small business effectively yeah. in an up upcoming, you know, industry. Um speaking of, you know, uh different challenges like debt and things like that, what are some of the challenges that you've had to face? kind of building your own brand um specifically you know for for boosted and and what you're doing yeah i want to say fortunately building a brand wasn't really that hard uh partly because i can kind of just be like a like a a craft beer company (laughs) i just have this like very (laughs) like like this like very 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 specific product uh which wasn't really even a product it was a service but i just kind of spinning it like a product and so if I can get people to love that product or like to, to love the process uh, and experience that comes after that, then, okay, it's not really that hard because the documentation's out there. All I need to do is be really good at surgery. So just practice it yeah. like 10 times and then I can do a hundred more. That wasn't really the hard part. Um, definitely learning how to, here's, here's the embarrassing thing. So um I guess I'm, I'm Chinese American. Okay. Yeah. 
and my parents make fun of my Chinese because of how <laughs> bad it is. And that's kind of an appropriate way of describing myself as an electrical engineer. Oh God. Um, wow. I'm not wow. an electrical engineer. I, I, <laughs> I, I graduated as a mechanical engineer and mechanic, mechanical engineering, it's much different. Right, that's, that's pretty, yeah, it's very, it's pretty, it's a lot more intuitive to me than it is Chinese. It's like geometry Chinese. versus um, algebra. Electrical you know? engineering. Yeah. And so like electrical engineering is like Chinese to me and it's hilarious oh, because again, my parents make fun of how bad my Chinese yeah. is. And so, that has definitely been a challenge of like, oh, hey, I recognize what that is because I learned it once. <laughs> what does it mean in right. this case? And so uh, after getting over that technical hurdle, it's like, oh, like I can kind of I can help someone else troubleshoot this. I can help someone else troubleshoot that. And um, that has been a challenge that I think that like, technically speaking, yeah, I got to learn how to do surgery. But after I do, do it a few times and um, more importantly, because there are people in the boosted community who are invested in doing research on how these things actually work, it gave me a like it gave me a springboard yeah. that seemed really scary. It's like bungee jumping. It's like, all right, man, I trust you. Like you made this bungee rope. I'm gonna like unfortunately at the bottom is just a broken boosted board battery, maybe even a boosted battery on fire. But it's like yeah. it's not like you should be fine. It's not like I yeah, it, it it's not like I suddenly die because I don't do this operation correctly. Maybe if I do it wrong enough, then sure. I'll I, like, if I do this operation wrong, it's like, all right, somebody's either out of a battery or like, it just doesn't work again for some weird reason. And it just so turned, it just turned out that, Hey, it like, did work. failure is kind of cheap when you're already in it, because when you're already in it, you can just kind of, you, you can just afford to fail a little bit better. And so I want to say that definitely has been a challenge at the beginning because it's like if I bought this boosted battery on the internet and I broke it, like that's it. It's like, like yeah. <laughs> right? Like, why should I spend eighty more dollars on another broken boosted board battery? Because it's like, oh yeah. So like that definitely was a risk at first, and I'm glad that everything went right. But I would definitely say that it. I don't think it would have went right if I didn't have the boost community alongside me when I was trying to do it for the first yeah. time. Oh, for sure, it was vital. I remember when you did it when you um, fixed red light of death for the first time on um, what was that on Twitch? Were you streaming? Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember, I forgot where I was when I, when I saw that video, but me and Joe were just like, Holy crap. Like He just fixed it. <laughs> and I just remember the boosted community just going absolutely bonkers. Yeah. It was a big deal, man. Bonkers in yeah. support. Yeah. I remember the, I remember yeah. the original post on Reddit of you being like, I did it. And I was like, upvote. Good <laughs> exactly. job, buddy. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, oh, I know him. Yeah. I know yeah. him. <clears throat> and then it was like, um, I don't know, a month later, I was like, holy shit, he's got like 500 people on his Discord. What the hell? I know. Yeah. He had this massive mad scientist all coming yeah. together to crack open this ancient secret. Um, yeah, like it really does feel like like rediscovering like Damascus steel, like, or like just like <laughs> the Dead Sea Scrolls, like these things lost yeah. to time. You just feel like you know, just, like we're just dusting for artifacts. <laughs> this episode might have the best. Yeah, we have I've this, this episode's like off the rails. I love it. It is. It is. It's great. Um, I'm like I'm gonna start writing some of these analogies down to use them in my personal life. Um, so the, my, my favorite memory is when you fixed red, red light of death, because that was just like a game changer. That was like opening like the casket and reawakening the dead for me, for you, David, like what have been some of your favorite memories through your XR general hospital journey, you know, from that, from that first time all the way up until tonight, like what have been some of your favorite moments? 
I want to say that like one of my favorite moments was going from, okay, I'm just going to go. And I I definitely agree. Like fixing my, like fixing red light of death, like in front of Twitch for everyone to see. That was amazing. I I love that. It was like like watching Um, open heart surgery. (laughs) Yeah. And and, no, like wartime open heart surgery. They (laughs) don't even have a proper, like hospital bed or anything. There's like just getting just just on the table holding up. Right. They yeah. Right. Just bodies in the crater still. You're like, eh, it could catch fire. I don't know. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I I want to say like the one of the moments I I really think it was a I I couldn't tell you what day it was, but there was just a day where, um, I kind of had this attitude of oh like, hey, I can make a thousand bucks and like or or better yet, I can make two thousand bucks and I can buy a Hoyt because for some reason I'm still yeah. on that. <laughs> um. I, I was applying for big boy jobs at the time, mind you. Like I was like, I'm like in this graduate program. I'm trying to like make myself more marketable because who's hiring during COVID. So I'm going to get these few skills. I'm going to get a big boy job. And like, then I can buy any board I want. Like that was, that was my exit strategy at a time, which by the way, terrible exit strategy. Don't try it. <laughs> before um, you, before you continue, I would just like to point out, and I love this, that you were measuring like how much money you were making with your business by like how many how Hoyt many Street boards, boards can you I buy? buy? Yeah. You're like, you're like, oh, you're like, oh my God, that's like two Hoyt Street boards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so like, I, yeah, I was really excited because like, hey, I, I just want to get rid of my boosted board. Like that's kind of, that's kind of my incentive of like, yeah, like, cause I don't want to pay $400 for a new ESC. Granted, I still don't want to do that. But yeah. at the time it was just like very abundantly true as someone who had like very little working capital. like, yeah, like you know, I don't want to pay for a four hundred dollar ESC. I don't want to do all this stuff. Like if I if I need to buy a new ESC for my Hoyt Street, I can do that, and I don't have to pay four hundred dollars for it. It's not limited supply. It's not yeah. Hoyt Street specific, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like like that was my incentive, and then like the, the, there was a moment that like switched of like we're gonna always have a boosted yeah. community, and that hit me because I'm like, wait a minute, if I sell my board they're going to inherit all my problems mm-hmm. and, and okay, granted they're also going to inherit a boosted board, which is amazing. Like, but they're going to inherit all the problems. So there's always going to be a boosted community. There's just going to be a second generation of a boosted community of guys that have no clue how to use the boosted board, have no clue how to take care of a boosted board. Like the fact that people are selling the boosted boards justifies our existence because it means that they are going to be the most clueless when it comes to avoiding things like red light of death, how to make sure your motor doesn't make weird right. noises, like all these things that are already hard enough for first generation boosted board riders are going to be even harder for second generation boosted yeah, board terrible. riders because the people that just sold their boards they don't want to they don't want to help yeah, they're you not with teach you. their yeah. problems because they like yeah exactly so like <laughs> that just that just makes the argument ever stronger for me to keep my boosted board and not just keep my boosted board, but to keep it even though I have my LaCroix, like I have my LaCroix, it's sitting right there. And over on the other wall are seven boosted boards. It's like, this makes no sense. It, it should make no sense. I should be just having my LaCroix and just ride off into the sunset. But that just, that just doesn't happen because there's always going to be a boosted yeah. board community Cause we're not gonna throw these damn things away. No, nah, man, I spent like, I we're spent just gonna hang up bucks on, or whatever on it. We're gonna yeah. hang up on. 
We're gonna hang them on our walls or something if we can't use over them. the mantle fireplace. Hey man, that's like you are. like I, I know that Eboard, yeah, Eboard Brandon rescued a V one from yeah, the that V one is iconic. Like someone was throwing yeah. it away. Yeah, he yeah. rescued one from the trash. Like these things are just never gonna go away. So like I'm thoroughly convinced that there's always gonna be a boosted board community, and because of that, like that just kind of shifted my attitude to I'm just gonna make a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars and leave to i'm gonna stay and I'm gonna try help and make these this work yeah because my people need yeah like my people need me like it's not like like i can't just that's just like if borrow just made 10 cbxrs and just pieced out oh my just, god can you imagine like, he, he, he probably could piece out like right now he could probably could piece out right now and he doesn't he doesn't not because he wants no, to he wants like, to he wants to be on god the front all. lines he's he wants to be the innovator like he wants to Oh, for sure. Anytime, yeah. anytime a company has like issues he, with a battery, he's like, I can do that better. Yeah. I'm sure he wouldn't mind being richer than God. Oh, yeah. Nobody I, would. I can tell. I can tell that is not <laughs> no. his intention. And I like no. that. That just kind of like, I don't know when that happened, but just like a switch flipped in me of like, don't treat this as a way to get quick money from the boosted board community and then just leave and go to your big boy job. Like, stay around as long as possible and even though you have a big boy job stay for these yeah. people because they well, and I would, it. I would, I, I, was, I would i was gonna oh, say oh, I, I think the most successful businesses are the ones that have good leaders in the fact that they care about their customers they care about their employees and those businesses are always going to be more successful than the ones that are worried about the Bingo. profit sharing and the dollar exactly and yeah. making that money yeah, take care of serving your customers and assuming like your business structure is solid, you your biggest problem will be what do I do with all of these, you know, purchase orders and whatnot. If you take good care yeah. of your people versus like how can I rip people off or how can I do XYZ and then get out with all my money? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't really I, I really don't want to like judge those that do. Like I think that hey, if you want to just make a quick thousand bucks and like offer still still offer good service and whatever. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, I'm no one's gonna fault you if you just want a quick thousand dollars as long as you do the thing that you said you're right. gonna do and you provide good service to those who didn't get the experience that they paid for. Like I think if you do all those things, it's okay if you peace out. Oh yeah, no, and, I'm I'm saying like yeah. the people that yeah. peace out with people's money. And don't oh, finish no, the no, job. Please. Yeah, they they, please, they get a bunch in... of money and they peace out. Yeah, that's yeah, not a long. Yeah. You you are not long. You might not be long for this world, let alone long enough for this community. If I'm <laughs> knowing some people, um, but yeah, no, it's it's good to have that integrity like at the core of your business strategy. Um, yeah. Speaking of you know large communities, obviously your group has has grown uh, pretty significantly, especially on like Discord and uh, like you said, you you've had you know four hundred customers uh or you know whatever it might be less customers but multiple batteries but for example um how, or not example how how large is the team is it just you do you have like two people three people are you like a, a company of like 10 people how big is is the xr general hospital at this point how many surgeons do you have on staff yeah that, <laughs> that's a great question so I'm the only in-house surgeon at the moment. I do have an intern right now who I'm training to it's do like surgery. She's actually amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's actually amazing at doing surgery considering she like she had basically a day to learn. Um, and like that's kind of what, what I mean by like once you're in it, it's cheaper yeah, geez, to fail. Put her, put it, her feet to the me, flame, I guess. It took me eight hours to get my first one. 
it took her two. Wow. Because yeah. I was there. Like it's right. like it's like this is a world of difference and um so much of that time was just getting the stupid wires soldered to the to the battery and get it so that it can read the memory. Yeah. Uh, if you're not aware for erasing red light of death on the boosted board, um you basically just wipe the memory so that uh the computer that's inside the battery writes new data and then just forgets about red light of death. That's basically how it works. And teaching her how to do that was like I thought it was really fun, but I also realized like, yeah, like if you like screw this up massively and this battery just is a pile of ash, I have like 20 more. <laughs> I have 20 more that you can try this on and it's not going to be that big of a deal. Right. Um, the XR General it wasn't Hospital a customer's battery. training program. It was not a customer's battery. Oh, okay. It, was, it just, yeah. I was going to say the XR General Hospital's training program is pretty extensive, it sounds like, if you have 20 batteries to, to mess up on. Yeah. Well, like, they're just 20 batteries in the morgue. Like, I can't, like, they, these were old customers' batteries that I bought because their battery packs were dying or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just in the morgue. So, I might as well, like, hey, all right, here's a cadaver. Learn right. how to do it, and then we'll do it on a real battery. I got you. So, you've got the, so you've got yourself and you've got the intern. You have anybody else? Uh, yeah, I, 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 um, I do. I have 34 surgeons worldwide on the XR General Hospital (laughs) community. And here's the thing, like this is, it's kind of a weird thing. They're not employees or anything. We're at the very most like volunteer firefighters. Journeymen. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm really proud of these guys because these guys are like self-selected people Mm -hmm. that decided that, Hey, I want to learn how to do surgery too. And a lot of these people are in the same continent as I am. Yeah. It's like, that's really exciting. Cause what it means is that, um, it, what it means is that we don't have to des we're, we're not destined to be a repair company forever because it means that somebody else can come along. They can learn the same procedures as I do, do them better than I do, do it faster wow. than I do. And then they might take over my business, which is amazing because it means that I can invest more time to do R and D and then fix deeper problems within the boosted community that are, that are already there because fixing these batteries, it doesn't bring back boosted. And it, at the very most, it brings back your boosted board, like your boosted board specifically, which is good. Like that, that's great. But like, there could be more, like there there, there are clearly, yeah, there's like, there are these deeper problems that I think that, we experience on a regular basis that are left unaddressed. And so that's where I can use my education and my experience to like, Hey, I'm an engineer. I know how to like put stuff together. Hey, I went and got this degree from Notre Dame for STEM commercialization. I know how to do good customer interviews. So like, let me investigate the problem in a way that basically no other company can be bothered to do. Like, Joe, with with your yeah. interview, I spent an hour just like just trying to understand your head as a boost board right. rider, and that is something that no other company can be bothered no, to yeah, do. No, yeah, they don't have the time, or or and they hire like, someone do, to do it. Yeah, another exactly. company, you know. Yeah, exactly. No one else can be bothered to do, and so that's that's why I I, I want I want to realize that I am not uniquely qualified to do all surgeries in the world. Mm-hmm. I am not uniquely qualified to do all the troubleshooting yeah. in the world. What I am uniquely qualified to do is build a community around that, teach others how to troubleshoot, teach others how to do surgery, have them take over 
that part of my business. And then I can focus on doing the research and development that's needed to push not only just boosted borders forward, boosted borders forward. Yeah. Uh, I, that's not a very good choice of words. Uh, boosted borders forward. And also by extension that pushes the Eastgate community forward. Like that's where actual innovation will yeah. happen because it's more than just cost cutting. It's more than just what if we added bigger battery? What if we added this? What if we added that? This is different now. We're trying to look at what's already there. Right. See what's really janky about it and try to elevate the experience because Boosted was really good at that. They're really good at elevating the experience where to, to the point that it's like, yeah, like it just works. Like that's just people's expectation when it comes to it. And there might be some very specific things about how it works that you need to keep in mind. And I would also argue that's kind of the case with every single board out there. Uh, and even more so if you consider things like um, VESC settings. Yeah, right. Like you broke, you break your ESC. Now you have to reprogram it. You like you get, you have the, you have the privilege of learning how to reprogram your ESC. It's like, holy crap. We are, this, these are like Microsoft DOS days for electric skateboarding. It's a new era. Yeah. Like this is like doing command line. This is like waiting for dial up internet. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's only one right. language, right? Like, we can work with it. that. Yeah. And so like, I really believe that because we're so early, even though we're small, we can like making a small change today right. can push the industry in the right direction. And something that I'm really passionate about, obviously, is right to repair. I don't think right to repair, like I, I really don't think it's possible to run this business without without um, being passionate about right to repair, because th that is a linchpin of why we're even able to do what we're able yeah. to do. And just by being right to repair. And I, I know that Bara and, and the crew, like they obviously also have to be right to repair because future motion has, has these tight restrictions on their batteries right. and they have software inside the one wheel and hardware inside the one wheel that specifically disables some things about adding bigger batteries. And so it's, it's not surprising that like Bara and I, we, we, we have this commonality of being pro right to repair. And that's the sort of thing that even though we're like bar is a lot bigger than I am, but even though we're both relatively small companies compared to someone like future yeah. motion, mm -hmm. that as, as long as we are willing to do the right thing, that is going to be monumental for generations to come because others are going to look at Chai battery. Others are going to look at XR general hospital, look at, obviously if we make mistakes, look at what they did wrong, look at what they did right. And, I hope that under the column of what we did right is by is not only just right to repair, but being able to not be afraid to do the yeah, right thing. Right. And that's something that I very clearly see on Boosted's ledger. They were at no point afraid of doing the right thing. As I said before, Sanjay himself, Sanjay yeah. Dastor, the CEO of Boosted Boards at the time, flew out to New York next day to, to just to see what the problem was with this battery that caught on fire. We need more companies that are not afraid to do the yeah. right thing. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a very good point. Um, so you talked about um, obviously like the you know the vision and, and things like that and and right to repair and kind of where where you want to take the business eventually. But what can we expect? Uh, you know, in the in the near future, 
to come from XR General Hospital. Are you guys working on any um, special projects? Is there anything specifically that, that you guys are, are trying to like do specifically other than just repair batteries? Because while that is a great market, there's, there's obviously more out there, like you were saying. So well, what's kind of the plans for, for XR General Hospital? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, um, if anyone here is from Asia, we definitely need a surgeon in Asia. We will teach you how to do all the things. We just need someone in Asia to fix boosted board batteries because there's currently nobody in Asia, uh, which I find pretty astounding because boosted boards were made in China. Uh, at least the V3s yeah. were made yeah. in China. Um, so if you guys know anyone in Asia, or if you're listening and you're in Asia, come to our Discord. We will teach you everything. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how much business you'll get, but we'll yeah. teach you everything. Um, as far as what you can expect from us in the future, uh, we are really, really excited because I think we, we live in a very, uh, very special moment in time. Um, and I think we are privileged with being able to have access to newer battery technology that Boosted never had access to. And so for that reason, we are, uh, we're trying to launch for this summer the XR Plus and the Double XR. Oh, nice. Uh, the XR Plus being a, a battery that is the exact same size as the old XR with new MoleCell P42As, which should give you more than double the power output, which doesn't really matter because the power is kind of governed by it's kind of limited, the yeah. ESC, but it does op- but it does open things up to adding a higher uh, a, a higher um, uh, what's it called higher current speed controller in the future so we could conceivably go faster than 25 miles an hour but we do need a, a an adequate battery that can right. give us that output and also using those higher quality cells means that um, like these boards are already around five-ish years old these cells are probably even older than that and if these cells can still reliably work after five six years then replacing them with p42a's should make them last that if longer. not yeah. even longer wow. so nice. We're really excited about the XR Plus, and we're also really excited with the Double XR. Um, and the Double XR does need to be around thirty percent larger than the regular XR. Um, and that's just due to just yeah, size. Right. And um, yeah, like, but we're really excited about that. I did the interview with yeah. you, and I did around twenty interviews with different boosted board that's riders awesome. to understand what the routines are, trying to understand. Um, like, why do they even need a bigger battery in the first place? Like, you can theoretically swap these batteries in the middle yeah, of your ride, too. right? Yeah. And it turns out a lot of, yeah, a lot of people are just, like, really irritated with that. So, it's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, every like, eight miles. Well, you know what's irritating quick. is watching Terminal X go flying by on his his velocity unbound at 30 miles an hour for 40 miles <laughs> while you're like, hold up, bro. I got to change my battery for two minutes. It's all good. Every it's fucking all good. eight miles. Well. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> And then you're like, he'll be like, oh no, it's cool. I'll just do a lap. I'll come back. It's like, okay. That's 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 like thanks for rubbing it in. People are like, all right, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of swapping batteries. Yeah. Well, when your board goes faster, you eat through those miles a lot faster too. So you know, David makes a good point about you know the future of the the ESC development as well. Um, before we progress, I want to get some numbers on 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 record. What are we talking about for mileage for the X, the XR Plus and the Double XR? What are we talking about for mileage? Like real world miles. Not, yeah, not absolutely. Marketing. So I'm going to use myself as a reference because I ride really recklessly. <laughs> I can vouch uh, for that. So, we, I think we both uh, can vouch for that. I can also vouch for that. Yeah. I think you hit <laughs> me in one of my videos, by the way. I'm pretty sure he's way. hit everybody in our group at least once. 
<laughs> like a or ping, caused a pile up at least. He caused he's, <laughs> he's caused at least one pile up that I know of. <laughs> yeah, if you only ride in like speed mode like three or four, then like add a couple of miles uh, extra. Uh, I would say like add in the good like twenty percent extra. So on a good day, hyper mode on my stealth for a regular XR, I get like four and a half yeah, that miles. Right. Jesus. So double XR would literally have double the capacity. Okay. Yeah. So theoretically nine miles assuming that you ride yeah, like riding riding full uh, speed sharp turns yeah exactly right. slamming yeah, brakes like never letting off throttles. the throttle yeah. Yeah, yeah no kick yeah. pushing okay um yeah. so so realistically you know we're looking at like so for me as a boosted rider i was getting seven to eight miles pretty easily on the same stealth so for me that's yeah, but like not on hyper mode miles yeah no yeah that i mean mode yeah i'm four. just saying how i ride yeah, I, I'm a bit. I was a bit more conservative of a stealth rider because I was more concerned about range at the time. I didn't have eight batteries in my backpack like somebody who shall not be named. Um, so, so, so for somebody like me who's getting seven to eight miles, you're saying that you're going to double my range with this double XR and give me about fourteen to sixteen miles of me yeah. riding the same way without me having to change my yeah. riding style. Wow. Okay, that's that's pretty incredible. I feel yeah, I feel pretty confident in that because like I'm just doubling the energy yeah. that's there. Right. Like, there's not really much more magic than that. Like it, it sounds really basic, and, and I guess like part of the reason two, it sounds kind of basic is because, <laughs> well, no, I mean like the the, the product development, like the the what not, not really that like the 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 just proving out the technology is really easy because it's kind of already done for yeah. me. Like other people have developed really like Molly Cell just did a really good job developing a really high power, high energy dense cell. Like so, like the R and D for me is just finding a case that yeah. fits, fitting it reducing vibrations doing that which is not always easy but like it can right yeah it's already it's, it's already done on other boards so you know, it's it's kind of it's it's plausible yeah, yeah like there's, there's a lot of prior art for me to pull from to be like all right this is like not rocket right. science <laughs> right um we've already passed the rocket science <laughs> yeah you're onto the easy stuff now yeah uh, awesome. as for the xr plus um it has around 40 percent more energy inside of wow. it and it uses um, the same so enclosure Yes, correct? same okay. enclosure. Okay, so perfect. same size as the XR has 40% more energy. Uh, and so we can expect, if you're like me and you get four and a half miles on hyper, you can expect 6.3-ish pretty good. Yeah. Uh, miles from that. Okay, so like a and, more uh, conservative yeah, rider I, like me, you're looking at, mm, what, 10 to 12-ish? No, like 10, 11 miles extra instead of 7 to 8? More or less. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay, all right. Like so just basically stuff. take the number and add forty percent to it. Yeah, that, that double XR is extremely intriguing. That that mileage is good. That that bumps you right yeah. up to like Zealot, you know, Meepo uh, NLS Pro. You're you're getting right up there in the you're catching you're catching boosted up. You're ca- so if you own a boosted board and you end up with a double XR, you're catching your boosted board up on on mileage stats instantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you have two of them, I mean god and like we've talked about how you can swap it out i mean there you go now you're keeping up with the velocity unbound for a little bit and so i i, I like where this is headed um yeah, and, you, and you said it oh for sure yeah it's breathing new life into the machine um yeah. at, with one of the biggest pain points that it had um and you said we're talking like summer ish yeah so i i do want to shoot for like mid-may is when we would start to uh begin production Okay. Uh, so right now we are making engineering samples. And so I am going to go out and like definitely talk to Bara, definitely talk to other battery builders out there to right. try to get some quotes done. 
I, I think like something like this is way too small for Barra. That's my, that's kind of my gut yeah, instinct. Yeah, it's like peanuts like while he's eating whole the volume. Yeah, like, yeah, right? Like he, he's just like, he's making, what, like uh, CBGT? Yeah, well, yeah, now he's, he's getting into the, by, by yeah, this he's time. getting into the e-bike uh, battery upgrades now too. So it's, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. So I might have to talk to somebody like like Duck Battery Systems or somebody else. Like Duck Battery Systems might be too big, but like someone like uh, there's some other battery builders that I can't really name off the top of my head yeah, right they're now. They're out but there. Like yeah. that's just kind of yeah. But like I, I feel like we again we live in a world of abundance. There's going to be other battery builders out there. So I feel like that if I can get a get something quoted and then work that into my unit economics, get a final price, and then get them produced, um, and then all, all this is after beta testing, which Oh boy, um, I thought I would start beta testing at the end of this month. It seems like I'll be finishing the engineering sample at the end of this month and maybe hand assembling some beta Surprise, units. engineering takes a um, lot. <laughs> oh yeah. It yeah. does, it does. Like just fitting those cells is a tight yeah. fit. And like, oh my God. Because um, like the cells are just like well, they're bigger, so much yeah. bigger. And yeah, it's like, but I'm I'm confident. I'm really confident that we can, like that, because it's using the same enclosure as the, the XR plus that is because the XR plus is using the same battery enclosure as a regular XR. That's a big chunk of engineering and manufacturing that we don't yeah. have to do. And so we're really confident about bringing the XR plus to market in mid May. So that uh, sorry in mid June and like produce it from mid May to mid mid June, and then use that revenue to like, make a really really good x double xr case mm, yeah because we can we can make the battery no problem that's right, not the it's problem the, it's the right. enclosure making the yeah. enclosure and it's not as easy like you were saying it's not as easy as just like 3d printing and be like all right it fits like you have to worry about shock you have to worry about yeah. you know like where you're going to charge yeah, yeah there's a lot of waterproof a lot of uh engineering that goes into that it's not just it's not just yeah. a, a frying pan slapped onto the bottom of your board you know it's not that simple <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, and like that's kind of where I'm really optimistic about the XR Plus. Like, we don't have to re-engineer any of that for the XR Plus. We can just use the existing XR enclosure. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Man, what a game! Yeah, changer. that's huge. I'm, what a game Especially changer. for those that are still so, ride so, boosted. Yeah, which there's two of them on this podcast right now. So that is exciting. It's like you just said Wait, that. Who? I know, right? <laughs> this is the, this is the most amount of boosted riders I've ever had in this podcast. That's not minute. true. So, like, it's cool to like. Who else rides a boosted board? Uh, there's a lot of people out there that still got boosted on our podcast. Uh, recently, I, I, I don't know. know. I, I'm sure. Exactly. I'm sure a lot of those ex boosted ambassadors we've had on here, they still have it. They just don't ride it. Right. Yeah. That's 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 a fair analysis. But it's exciting to think like, hey, if I go buy, you know, summer ish, obviously, keyword being ish, because these things take a while. That if I'm a boosted yeah. owner, I can go to XR General Hospital's website summer ish yeah. and add a couple of these nice double xr batteries to the cart and go from you know seven to eight miles per charge to 16 and then with the second one 32 miles of of range yeah, just um, like that with average riding just like that that's that's going to be incredible that that breathes a whole new whole new life cycle into these vehicles that's awesome yeah thank you uh, i will have to say like that projection is assuming a lot of things is assuming that a um the battery supply chain as it is right now doesn't suddenly crumble like we saw with the silicon supply <laughs> sure, chain yeah unless there's another I don't have pandemic that in, yes. like i don't have that knowledge so obviously I you can't guys just change the world uh, it's all you it's all on you yeah i'm, I'm to blame for covid 20 now <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be 22 but um, yeah 
That's true. That's shocker. Um, so obviously like XR general hospitals, like, you know, one of their core products and like your core philosophy for doing business is built around like a, a way, a lot of the ways that boosted did things as is very obvious in this podcast. And you're very passionate about boosted both as a product and as like a, a brand and furthermore as like a business strategy. So to kind of summarize it and then ask you this question, uh, because it's obviously like your favorite, why boosted? If you could sum it up. I, I really like this question because I, I ask this question a lot in my customer interviews and I feel like for once they can get an answer from me. Let's hear it. It's not the logo. <laughs> it's the marvelous I'm glad. engineering. I'm glad. <laughs> it is a thousand percent the marvelous engineering. Every single time I open up these batteries, like I'm just like I'm greeted with just the care that their team put into understanding battery tech implementing their knowledge and I can just see that there was no corners cut because they were not afraid to do the yeah. right thing. We want to continue that legacy mm -hmm. and we want to make it our own. And what's really key about making it our own is that like we we realized that Boost had made mistakes. Obviously they went out of business for a good reason. They had a cash flow problem, which is not trivial. Um, yeah. they, <laughs> that'll do like, it. Like that's like that's a pretty big problem <laughs> to have if you're a company. Um, and so we want to not only just avoid their, their uh, mistakes in the future, but we also want to avoid the after effects of their mistakes. Guess what? The stupid remotes are $400 on oh eBay. My God. <sighs> that wouldn't be the case if like nobody cared about boost yeah. anymore. And the, they, and, but that also highlights a problem. It's like, Hey, why can't we just make more remotes? And so that's why I really believe that like, yeah, I do want to, like kind of emulate boosted in the right way and also put the like put a community spin on it because i think we as a community deserve to not be left holding the bag like yeah. that again i think that we deserve to like if i go out of business i, I i'm publishing all of my research on the double xr mm -hmm. and the reason for that including like 3d printed files and etc that you need to make your own um, XR plus or double XR. And the reason for that is because one, you're not going to put me out of business because <laughs> for, for, a, for a couple of reasons, like, yeah, you could go out and you can make these batteries yourself. Um, but I'm going to do a lot of the work for you and I'm just going to have some ba batteries on standby that I can swap in and yeah. do it. Um, but it also makes it so that if you're in Asia, as I said before, if we need a surgeon in Asia, anyone <laughs> but if you're in asia shipping a battery from from the united states to asia is hard so if i publish how to make it then you can make it safely yeah. presumably like i'm not going to say it's not going to be risk-free but like hey at least the possibility is there for you to make it um and if i go out of business for some reason i don't take the double xr or the xr plus with me to the grave like people people can still make these things if they can find a way to make them safely and that's something that I think is a problem for us as a community because we can't make new remotes, even if we, even if we like hand mapped how the remote is constructed and we're able to reverse engineer everything, there are things like firmware that we don't have access right. to. Mm -hmm. And like, that's something that is a huge problem because even if we put it all together, it's still, it's a brick, <laughs> you know, it doesn't do anything. And so 
that's something I want to change for the future. I want to, I want to encourage more of this, like working out in the open, because guess what? Like the boosted board community as it is right now, it's a shrinking yeah. pie and I'm going to now obscure my work. So it looks like I'm not doing anything. It's like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. Like, like we're about trying to get the board back on the road. It makes no sense to keep secrets at this stage just because of just how, like, this is about reclaiming, um, the the freedom that we used to experience more yeah. freely and until we can do that all right then we'll start keeping right. secrets i was like you know like we'll, we'll keep secrets when it makes sense it doesn't make any sense to keep secrets yeah right, right now. now you're you're patching holes on secret, a sinking ship for the most part it. yeah so like am i really gonna like like am i really gonna keep secret what kind of glue i yeah. use to patch the ship like no like patch the yeah, ship, just patch the ship. keep it up <laughs> once once like, there's two ships then, yeah, you, that's can, then you can start worrying about it yeah, like, and that, and that's why I'm so unafraid to share every single detail of how I do surgery. Because genuinely, I want other people to do surgery. Because if I'm like sick for a week, yeah, at least or like a month or something, I don't know. Like, if I get COVID or something and I get sick for a month, I can't do anything. That's a huge problem because it means I'm not in the lab for a yeah, week that's or rough. two. Yeah. And that that was a problem for me last year because like my lab was at the University of Notre Dame and I couldn't go because my roommate thought he had mm. COVID, but he didn't have COVID, but I was still stuck in my room for a week because I had to right. quarantine. And we so of things like this make sharing this information and working out in the open so advantageous for yeah, us. That's huge. And again, it's doing the right, right thing. Like, I, I really believe that like, if we do the right thing, that's going to really separate us. Um, whereas like, if you buy a one wheel and you're overseas Tough luck. and your tire... <laughs> Like and, and like your tire pops or something. Um, replacing the tire voids the warranty. Yeah, Future Motion pulls a Homer Simpson and, and just like, slowly fades into the bushes. Yeah, it's like it, it, like I cannot believe how difficult it is for Future Motion to to do the right thing. I mean, it makes me convinced that they kind of hate their customers, or if they don't, it just kind of appears like it's not that they hate their customers. It's just that they love the money from their customers more. Bingo. And when, and they're the only, it me. If if you, if you ever get Kyle Dorkson on this podcast, please ask him. It was like, why does it seem like that you hate your customers? The only thing (laughs) it's funny. Cause like we talk so much shit. We talk so much shit about future motion and like, I don't have anything against one wheels or one wheel riders. I just don't like the way that they do business. And that's just, that's right. just how it is. Like it's yeah. not, it's nothing against that's them why I buy one or used. against their, their, their product. I just don't like the company. Yeah. It is such a shame. They make a really fun yeah. product so much so that I bought one. I bought a one wheel used yeah. because I just could not give money to future motion. It's, yeah. it's just no, it's not worth like, it. They don't yeah. deserve it, so I'm going to give it to the community. <laughs> right. Wow. Actually, this reminds me of a company that I worked with that shall go on yeah. name, but we all know who it is. Um, they thought it was Does a it rhyme idea. with Malday? It might. It might. Mayan with, your, with your English. Falday? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah you, you, one could say that. Um, they, When they sold the board, right, they put a new foam grip tape on the top which okay whatever that's fine but they didn't leave so they to get into the board you needed to go through the top of the deck because it was a carbon fiber deck to get into the enclosure for the battery and esc so if you had any problems before this foam grip tape 
you could just unscrew the top enclosure lid very easy it was actually it was made really sense nice. and then yeah and then when they put this foam grip tape on top they didn't like cut a hole or like cut edges to like be able to still access that top lid so this whole grip tape just covered the whole top of the board and if anything went, went if anything went wrong with the board you had to rip the entire grip tape off and then like <laughs> you might get your board fixed and then you just straight up have no grip tape yes, they have to regrip the entire thing <laughs> and, yeah yeah so yeah so then you have to go find more grip tape and then regrip it from the start and i told them so many times i was like why is this not like already cut out like and they just were like why would anybody need to open the board to begin with? Like they shouldn't be tampering with it. And I'm like, maybe cause it's broken from you yeah. from when you shipped <laughs> it to them. Like, has that ever occurred to you? And like, it was just so, Oh my God. It was like, it was being in the twilight zone. Sometimes it was like the board cannot go wrong. It cannot be dysfunctional. Therefore there's no reason for you to open the board. Therefore, if you open the there board, there is no war in Boston. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, bro. Oh my God. I can't tell you how many nights I like smack my head against yeah. my helmet. Just like, what, what is happening yeah. here? I think they have since changed that. I, 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 haven't I feel like they it. have. I haven't looked at them in a long time. <sighs> but like, yeah, like that's just, it's not hard to do the right thing. If you've already been doing the right thing. Like I can have a lot of sympathy for yeah. uh, sympathy. I can empathize yeah, with there you go. raw days. Like, Hey, if it adds cost, that's bad for the customer. But it's so a cut. Not, it's a cut. It's a knife cut or like a precision uh, cut. Like it it's definitely not... still does not have access on the top. Yeah. Now I don't know if those are old photos on the website. Uh, to be fair, they are. They are under new management. They are under new management, well, and I feel like I've seen them with with cuts in before, like from customers. So I don't. I don't know. I can't I'm... wait to get the Malday Poison Bee. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. You wasn't it going to be named the Poison Bee? It's called yeah. the Wasp. Now. It was going to be named yeah. the Poison Bee, and I remember like private messaging um, the current owner slash like manager of that company, and I was like, "Please, please don't call it." But that, that is what like, a wasp is. Man. They're terribly poisonous. You're not bees. wrong. <laughs> that is technically not wrong. I was like, you're, you're, on paper, your definition is yeah. correct, but uh, colloquial wise, let's stick with wasp for yeah. now. We'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That just reminds me of that scene from The Office where. Dwight was putting up uh, birthday decorations. Like it, it is, is your, your birthday, birthday. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like that's birthday. great. Yeah, Thanks. It your birthday. <laughs> it's like what? What's wrong? It's a true yeah. statement. Yeah, yeah. There's honestly whole markets and in industries dedicated to like taking foreign brands and like re, not reprogramming, but like remapping their marketing and their 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 advertising to like match the culture that they're trying to reach into. Um, it's honestly a huge industry and i think a lot of eastgate companies need it but that's a huge yeah. rabbit trail we don't even need to include that yeah. in the podcast that's a huge yeah tangent, no we'll, like, we'll yeah. cut that out um cool <laughs> so let's uh let's jump into some like uh quick fire type questions uh just to kind of keep things moving um so let's give, give me your you know your your 30 second elevator speech uh for each question um so uh what do you think the future of eastgate will look like david what I would like it to look like is, I think it's pretty clear from before. I want more companies that are not afraid to do the right thing. And um, I think that fundamentally why it's so hard is because a lot of these companies are manufacturing companies first that are trying to reduce mm. costs rather than tech companies that are trying to optimize. And Boosted really was really good at being a tech company that knew how to optimize and then find somebody to do manufacturing. Yeah, that's a good point. Everyone yeah. else has a really hard time with that. Everyone else has a really hard time with that because they're using off-the-shelf parts 
and they're all neighbors with each other in China, where like Meepo prices themselves below Xway and Backfire, Ownboard prices themselves below Meepo, Tiny prices them below Ownboard. Yeah. Who? I think there's a company called Timo or something yeah. like that. Prices them below whoever, and then Team G is like the lowest price. Yeah. And then it's no <laughs> surprise that Team G has such a horrible reputation because like they might be able to turn a profit. And then there's nothing else left. They can't put anything towards customer I service. I thought they uh, went out of business, like to be honest. But parts. then I randomly will see Instagram posts about <clears throat> Team G boards, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, right. I, I yeah. thought you guys died Correct. like 10 times already. And they, yeah, so like, it's really hard for them to do the right thing because they're focused on being manufacturing yeah. companies, not tech right. companies. And I think we need more – we don't just need more companies that are not afraid to do the right things. We need more tech companies that are not afraid to do the right yeah. thing. All right. That's a good way to put I, it. I can accept that. All right. Uh, what is one thing you wish you knew before you got into eSkate? And, and DIY. Because you do some DIY stuff as well. I, huh. Yeah, one thing. Definitely buy a TSG pass. <laughs> uh, I should have done I should have done that a lot earlier. Boom, I'm not going to say we that, told you to do it, but because, we did. <laughs> okay, but like I bought this like... $70 mountain biking helmet full, full face helmet which like looks yeah. cool but it's like yeah no like it's so heavy when I <laughs> bought my TSG the first time and I put it on for the first time you can't feel it I had to run back inside because I thought yeah. I wasn't wearing a helmet yeah shout out TSG and, like when I got to my desk yeah when I got to my destination like I was trying to remove my glasses and I hit I, I, I slapped myself in the face because the visor yeah. was down I didn't realize the visor was there yeah, and it's just like, ah, uh, please get a TSG. Okay, but into DIY. Um, invest in a good spot welder. Oh yeah, that's. Fine. I'm learning this yeah. now because I bought a really shitty spot welder, and I am about to buy a lot of much better. So spot don't go to Harbor Freight and one. pick up their spot welder. Yes, please buy a <laughs> K weld or something that's actually capable, um, because I am paying twice now, where I should only be paying yeah. once. Uh, that's kind of the general thing with eSkate. Um, this goes for my beta testers as well, including you, yeah. Joe. Um, if you can, do not pay to be a beta tester. Like I know they're they're, they're these like sexy companies. Like, um, like one of them off the top of my head is like Hunter X or something like that. I don't think they I don't think they're shipping yet either. They're in they're in mm. Spain. I got I I was asked a question around a year ago when Boosted was like, obviously out of business, and so like they're trying to figure out like hey should i just sell my boosted board and like buy this board and i'm like don't pay to be a beta no. tester like this this company is very very new like wait a couple generations and then then see if it's something that you want to buy and i did that with boosted and i was still wrong i was like oh it's generation three they must have perfected it i'm gonna buy it and this company is gonna be around forever <laughs> that's Got hilarious em. they went out of <laughs> like, business like two months later <laughs> Yeah, I had my stealth for like six months later. Yeah, it was like six months later. Yeah, it's like six months later. It's like, oh, they're not a company anymore. Ooh, I, I, you know, like, so it was like kind of good. Like, I guess that's something I really wish about. I wish before I got into eSkate. It's like, do not pay to be a beta tester. And this includes myself. Like, if you are a boosted board rider, do not be a beta tester. Do not pay to be a beta tester unless you know exactly what you're getting. And I have a feeling that Joe, like, that, that, like even if i say that it's still not off-putting enough for you because you're probably still willing to be a beta tester which is which (laughs) is not the case for everybody yeah if you are someone who just wants things to work 
do not pay to be a beta tester. So that means that like, don't buy a first generation product. Don't buy from a brand new company. Wait for companies to mature, which includes myself. Mm-hmm. Wait for companies to mature unless you're willing to take the personal right. risk. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, an investment in that company is what you're doing. If you, if you pay to be a beta tester, yeah. you're investing in their future. Yeah, with very risky returns, uh-huh. if any. Well, your return is you get <laughs> um, that product and that's it. Yeah, it, and however it, long it lasts. It works. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Bingo. Yeah. I have a quick fire question. Are you attending Eskate Con? It's first year out in Vegas in a couple of weeks or a, m- a couple like months. A isn't it next week what end of the month uh, end, end of it's sorry march. end of march um oh it's at the end of march yeah. it's a oh, ways away yeah, that's awkward march. coming up oh close wait, wait 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 hang on i gotta google this East because I, this whole time i've been thinking it was next <laughs> no, week <laughs> it's not next week it's coming up yeah oh that's awkward all right anyways are you going <laughs> i can say very little i do have something special planned oh, i will be there in some form okay don't tell casey okay 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 we like whether it's in spirit i'm doing my best to go i'm sure by the time this podcast gets out i'll have kind of made my decision by it then, is but i'm doing it my is best at to the go end personally. of march march 26th okay through perfect. march 27th that buys me a lot more time than i thought i had okay good because i was sweating there for a second because i had another trip and i was gonna be back to back tripping yeah that i mean yeah tough. yeah i'm still gonna be back to back tripping it but this will oh, work okay end of end of <laughs> march march 26th march 27th las yeah. vegas Eastgate East con and you said you're going to be there in some form or fashion mm-hmm. be it physical Don't tell Casey. Or... is it going to be hologram david yeah in the in metaverse, metaverse. <laughs> or anyverse honestly all right uh okay here's a good one uh if you had to choose one form of pev so personal electric personal electric vehicle besides eastgate and since you have a one wheel i'm going to throw in one wheel as well um, besides those two, what would you pick and why? Does a Tesla Cybertruck count? Yeah. Personal electric? I don't know if that counts right, as a personal. Maybe, maybe the, maybe the Tesla Cybertruck uh, ATV. You can go with that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, not the Cybertruck. Okay, so like, personal, it, it has personal, to be the full yeah, Cybertruck personal. because... Okay, I will That's a passenger answer vehicle. the Cybertruck and then do the personal yeah. one. Um, Tesla Cybertruck because... Uh, Terminal X joked about the XR mobile. Oh god. And so I would just get a Tesla Cybertruck so that I can just live in yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. Drive to people's houses, do surgery and shit. And then I don't you know. can give them like, one that, that cell kinda, from that... your battery and replace it with one of theirs. <laughs> right. You get a you get a, you get a signature like Tesla Cybertruck cell. <laughs> yeah. Um Real talk, though, uh, for like PEV wise, um, if we're talking about just conventional yeah. PEVs, I really have to say Eastgate. I'm no. sorry. Until we make yeah, electric jetpacks, right. I really have to say Eastgate. Yeah, they're so fun. I mean, that's why we have a podcast about it. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. I can't Hard wait to, to get go away right from now, it. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm... Well, I, I just can't get behind um, um an euc at all even the one wheel is kind of i i kind of put in the same category as, as it i ride my one wheel very recreationally and not in really in a like i need to get somewhere fashion yeah. mm-hmm. and the reason for that is because like it's just any sort of power loss on an euc of any Yeet. kind <laughs> is sudden yeah. and potentially very very fatal 
Um, yeah, no shit. Because, like, you're diving yeah. headfirst. And if you're not wearing a full face helmet, then, like, yeah, um, you might not be able to chew your food anymore. <laughs> that kind of scares me, you know? Like, I, I, ne- I never TSG. ride my one wheel yeah, without my TSG yeah. for that reason. Oh, man, that's yeah. the dream, right? Get that um, on the podcast. Oh, one day. And, <laughs> and, and so, like, I'm really really scared of getting especially since like there's some recalls for some EUCs that have cutouts yeah. I'm like a nosedive is already scary enough on on a one wheel I had a nosedive uh like my second month owning it and I somehow did some sort of ninja front flip and I I walked away with two scraped that knees surprise me with the way that you ride um yeah, yeah <laughs> yeah well i I just i hear these stories like i broke my collarbone i broke my arm i broke this i broke that i was like just so scared and when it happened and just like all right i'm fine i can walk i'm bleeding yeah. but i'm fine and so because of that i i just i can't get behind an euc for everything um also because i do a lot of shipping and i like to put packages on my boosted board and just like I can't do that with an EUC. I can't just like You could carry a package though, couldn't you? But I am lazy. That's why I'm an engineer. I am an engineer partly because I I am trying to find the easiest way to do right. something. Okay. That's valid. That's valid. Um, what are you looking forward to most this year for Eskate? That's an excellent question. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be simple. Yeah, it can be something simple. It could be the double XR. Yeah. It could be. It could be just going for neon electric skateboard. It could, it could be anything. It could be anything. It could be my next accident. We're not picky. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the launch of the double XR, and as well as the XR Plus for yeah. that matter, uh, because uh, I can't say much about it now. Uh, this is the only time where I'll keep my cards close to my chest. I will see if this ages very well or ages very poorly. I can't poorly. wait. Oh, God. Because you know I'm going to hold you <laughs> what to it. What is he about to say? Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, we're definitely I can't say in. much right now. But. Uh, all I can say is that you can't tell Casey. Hey, Siri, remind me one year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm also really excited because, like, XR General Hospital could be moving to Grand Rapids. Oh, nice. I'm currently crunching the numbers right now of like what it costs for me to stay here in the South Bend, Indiana, yeah. as well as what it costs me to go to Grand Rapids, Michigan. What? what? Grand oh. Rapids, Michigan is looking mighty hey. fine. I don't blame it's you, my guy. We'll talk. We'll for talk. The yeah. Yeah. Well, like that's the same thing in South Bend. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. winter wise. I'm not, I'm not really gaining yeah, same edge, cons. <laughs> but Assuming yeah. it assuming it stays relatively dry, there's we have a couple underground parking garages that you could use for testing over the winter. Well, still we well. still need we still have mm. to flesh out some of that uh, go kart track stuff. Yeah, there's we a lot do. of potential there. Yeah, there is a lot of potential yeah. there. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, no, go no, for no, it's all you, the last man. question there. All right, I've never gotten to ask yeah, this, this question before, so I'm excited. Season three. This is my first time asking this question. So this is a question we ask everybody on the show. Um, uh, kind of as the last final question here. What is your dream board, real or fictional? So it could be something completely fabricated. It could be a, a board that's already in existence or a board that exists, but some modifications. Like, give us that dream board for us. I am definitely, I really don't think this counts as a dream board. I'm really jealous of uh, Din Djarin's jetpack. 
from the Mandalorian. So that doesn't yeah. that doesn't count. It's beautiful, but that, that doesn't, doesn't count. I mean, if you if you slap like that onto the bottom like of the boosted though. Is, but like, isn't that just like the next evolution of electric skateboarding? Just like we just straight up become Mandalorian. I'd say more Silver uh, the, Surfer, to be yeah. honest. Or like, I mean, I'd the other day Surfer. I was thinking of like making some sort of like, you know how Boba Fett has that like rangefinder piece that he like brings down when he was trying to like aim a rocket. Yeah. Yes. I'm thinking of making one of those, except it's a speedom a speedometer of some sort, where I can just like yeah, look at the speed, like at the corner yeah. of my eye. Have like a heads up display of your of your board specs. Yeah, but battery yeah, voltage. Build a, okay. build a heads up display inside it's a TSG really pass. Man. And we're, it wouldn't be that hard, would it? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you could do it with an I'll Arduino and like a uh, like a Bluetooth module. Have it sync to your ESE. I think it's possible. Well, you could just do a a, a separate speedometer That's device in the yeah. helmet. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, there's potential here, especially if you put it on the inside of the visor, so I can just lower my visor and boom, there's my yeah. heads up display. Yeah. Well, your yeah. visor is lowered all the time oh yeah for sure um <laughs> but for the the average person who is you know using their yeah. their helmet reasonably it's possible yeah oh dream board though yeah, real yeah, talk board, real um board. it's not so much a dream board this is the dream component okay. uh a remote that is exactly like the boosted remote <sighs> uh because <laughs> at that point i can use it on my lacroix at that point i can use it on a DIY board in the future, um, that I, I it just like that encapsulates so much of what's right about Boost. It's just like the smooth control. If I the, if I had the capital, ergonomics are I had the capital to make a business around modifying other companies' remotes so that they work as a booster remote, I would be a rich man. Yes, you would. Well, it doesn't have to be boosted compatible. It can just be a vest. No, that's what I'm remote. saying. You you would take right. So you'd take like any other company's remote, but you would form factor it into that boosted based remote. So it it would use that that hmm. boosted remote as the as the the template, and then you would just put any other vest based remote or um, Ling Yi or whatever, just put it in there. But it would work. That would that would make you a bunch of money. Hmm. I love the the feel and form factor of the booster remote too. It's just so good, man. Ever, I don't know if any company yeah. has ever come close yeah. to it. Hoyt, Hoyt in terms yeah. of like like what it can do, solid and it's very secure. I, and I'm, I'm pretty I happy just like the Hoyt. pistol grip style. But, it's just so much more comfortable. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, and I'm, easier I'm, to use I'm, with gloves. I'm happy with. <laughs> Shout out Flatland <laughs> yeah, 3D yeah. for those gloves <laughs> that actually work with that yeah, remote need... and pretty much any remote right. really. Mm-hmm the uh but yeah no i agree that and there's something about that 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 thumb wheel on boosted it's better than everybody yeah. else's to this day yeah i'm trying to like i'm like investigating like the secret sauce of that like i i, I don't i don't know like is it just the way it's constructed um is it just the like the way they they tuned the like the curve like i'm trying to like there's so many things going on inside the boosted board remote that i I don't know what it is and i'm really excited to find out um like what makes it so smooth yeah. like i'm sure i'm sure it's all of those things i just mentioned but like in what proportion do those really it's, matter it's like, like the why can't we just pro it's just yeah. like in uh, like you were saying ratatouille you got to have that perfect recipe right it, it's not just you know the tomatoes or the or the pepper or whatever you throw in it's all of it combined that makes it so perfect it yeah. sounds like we need to talk yeah. to Sanjay and we need to go to China. Those are the two things. That <laughs> probably, 
those two things would yeah. probably get you very yeah, far in that investigation. Yeah. Those two uh, things okay, would well, get you somewhere. Sadly, Sanjay can't really do anything. No. <laughs> I should know because we, we've talked to Sanjay in our community. Yeah. Well, ask we him again. To, ask him Terminal X says, hey, the, I want to boost PR your remote. Files. Was it, uh, what was that? Lime? We basically yeah. need to raid the Lime, IP files, right? Yeah. This is the bad idea. <laughs> this is the Eastgate heist. This is the Eastgate heist movie yeah, in the making. Yeah, it's right? gonna happen. I, I like this. That point. we're gonna get Mission that Impossible. File. Just me sl- like roping down upside yeah. down in a room. Uh, well, one can hope. <laughs> right. But anyways, yeah. you have the you have the board on your chest so that like when you reach the floor you can <laughs> Roll just around. turn Roll. on the board and just like go like be like Superman on the floor and just like wheel around so you avoid all the so lasers. Much potential there. there. You go. So much potential. Well, David, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, is there anything you want to shout out before we sign off for the night? Yeah, uh, please subscribe to my OnlyFans, uh, and also <laughs> join our Discord. Is that like, the first if, time? Is that uh, the also, first time we've heard an yeah, OnlyFans on yeah. this podcast? Is that okay, the new all Patreon? Right, all right. Yeah, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, like I. I, honestly, I, I haven't posted anything there yet. I should just post videos of my cat on skateboard all the time. Content coming just... to a OnlyFans near you. <laughs> oh God! Um, uncensored surgery. Oh man! Yeah, there you, know. you go. Look at all the capacitors. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, subscribe to my OnlyFans, and also, um, if you are in Asia again, we're looking for a surgeon. Please. We would teach you everything. And um, by we, I mean the Discord community. So go to community.xrgeneralhospital.com and we will teach you there. And uh, yeah, if you are, um, what else? What else? Socials? What are your socials? Oh, I'm pretty much XR General Hospital and everywhere. Also, if you're on TikTok, if you're not on TikTok and you're an Eastgate company, what the heck are you doing? Like, I literally started making content last week, and um, no joke, second video is at like 40k wow. views without me doing anything. So, uh, if you are not on TikTok, what are you doing? Like, there, there is a, there is a wealth of people. I just have like what 20 notifications in the time that we've been recording this video. Holy moly! Oh, we're we're at 57k now for for views. Oh my god! And doing something wrong here, TX. What did you? So what did you post? I just posted a, a surgery. That's it. Like, this is what I'm saying. I should have put that in an OnlyFans. Man, oh my god, it's the niche market. Okay. Engineering yeah. on TikTok. So, like, if you are if you are an Eastgate company and you don't have a TikTok, what the heck are yeah. you doing? Get with the times, people. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah, Joe. I'm, I'm YouTube XR General, General Hospital. I want to see you on. Yeah, TikTok. apparently we need to we need to put the podcast on TikTok. We need to get a studio. I need to I need to buy a house so I can actually build a full fledged studio. I. Feel like you can get on TikTok before you buy a house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I want to. I want to have the production. Of ownership. You, you know. Ah, oh, your office is fine. We can make. Yeah, we can probably make it work. Anyways, until next time, this is Electric Skatecast. I am your host, Jay Grand Gr. And yeah, thanks for coming in, Terminal X. Thank you for uh co-hosting with me. And uh David, thank you so much again for uh, coming on the show. Yeah, we appreciate it. Absolutely. David. And yeah, future is electric. Yeah. Future is electric. Yeah, until next time, uh, stay safe out there. Always wear a helmet and uh, yeah, stay groovy. Stay groovy. <laughs>
gonna be the new catchphrase. We'll see you Stay guys. We'll see, we'll see you guys later. Yeah. We'll see you guys yeah. later. See you on the streets. <laughs>